to all of the above, the podcast where we could decide whether we wanted to share stories, discuss theology, engage with books, or outline philosophy of ministry. So we just decided that we were going to do all of the above. Uh, my name is Jonathan Franklin, and I will be um, your host uh, for this episode. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit different um, than previous weeks. Um, instead of Trevor or Aaron or myself or Hannah coming on and answering questions or pontificating on a topic, we're instead going to stop um, and, and take a moment just to give thanks. Um, it says multiple times in Scripture, but specifically, um, David begins Psalm 9 by saying, I will give thanks to the Lord uh, with my whole heart. I will recount all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Um, we've just we've just finished a season um, of Thanksgiving where our, our culture has historically set aside um, this time of the year to, to be thankful. Um, and we're also entering in um, to a season called Advent as we look forward to Christmas. Um, and in this time specifically, we, us as a church are, are beholding together um, the everlasting wonder that is the Incarnation. Um, so we feel like it's a good time to time pause and, and take a moment to reflect over the last year and, and give thanks to God for all of His wonderful deeds. Um, so today, um, this episode, you'll be hearing from some of the TCGS staff as they answer um, the simple question, what are you thankful for? Um, and it's, it's uh, meaningfully and purposefully vague um, because my, our hope is that you'll get to hear all aspects of life, the, the good, the bad, um, the, and all of the wonderful deeds that the Lord is doing in all of those things. And our hope is that as, as you listen to this episode, you'll think back over this last year and, and give thanks to the Lord for His steadfast love um, and all of His wonderful deeds in your own life um, and just continue to give thanks to Him for those. Um, so without further ado, um, we'll kick things off and we'll start hearing from um, Trevor Hoffman. Uh, Trevor, what are you thankful for? Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think in some ways you could say that the Christian faith is gratitude. Like the, the essence of the faith is gratitude because all that we do, we do in response to what God has done for us in creating us and purchasing us through the precious blood of Jesus. Uh, our response of love and obedience and devotion to Him is in response uh, to His, you know, prior initiative, and so it, and it's it's born out of thanksgiving and just wonder at what God has done. So, I mean, I think you could make the case that Christianity is gratitude. One day I'll preach a sermon on that, maybe. Uh, but I, I have thought a lot about that over the years. Um, the Heidelberg Catechism is d- divided up: uh, guilt, grace, gratitude. You know, I just think it's a really helpful framework. But you know, other than I mean, I am thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for this time of year where we were able to think about the incarnation and uh, what Christ has done. Um, was especially glad to study Matthew when we did, um, and to be thinking about Jesus' death and resurrection, not during the typical time of year. You know, when we think about that, um, I'm, I'm gra- uh, grateful for that opportunity. I'd say I'm just thankful for this time time of year. Just more generally, the weather. It's kind of cool outside today. Love the cold weather. Um, the fires, you know, that you, you build in the evenings and just enjoy the food, the time with family, um, the slower pace, all of it, man. I love it. Um, I especially love Thanksgiving food. We're recording this a couple of days before Thanksgiving, so quite excited about that. Um, I, I'm, I'm thankful for our church. Um, I just, I love being a part of TCGS and, um, thankful for the way that they cared for our family this year, uh, and allowing us to, to take a sabbatical, 
um, incredibly grateful for the staff and the elders and then the people of TCGS. We are um, stupid rich with just wonderful people at this church. Um, and I'm thankful for the building, God's provision in providing that building and providing the funds to, uh, to get the, the, uh, the renovations done on those facilities. I'm thankful for my wife and kids. I have never enjoyed being married to Emily more than I do today. And it's like, I don't know how it's possible, but it gets better. Um, she is wonderful, and I think the world of her. I'm very thankful for her and our kids. Um, they're just in such a fun time of life right now. It's They want to play football every day. Um, it's a lot of fun playing with them. Ruthie is just the cutest. Um, super grateful for them. And uh, I'm grateful specifically for a trip to Canada uh, next week. I'm, I'm going to go. Um, I guess when this is released, I will either be in Canada or will have been in Canada, uh, but excited about getting to go see the Harrisons and Hannah and uh, get to see firsthand for the first time uh, the work that they're doing there and get to see that surrounding region. So that's what I am thankful for Thanksgiving 2021. This is Aaron Markham. I am the discipleship pastor at the church at Greer Station. What am I thankful for? I am thankful for my two children, Audrey and Samuel. Uh, when Audrey uh, became a possibility and when we found out um, that we were, were pregnant, uh, Casey and I had wanted children for, for a couple of years and the Lord had just not opened up um, that, that opportunity. Um, we had, had to go to, to doctors and to um, kind of track things very closely with, with ultrasounds. And uh, we're even told that um, the egg that, that eventually became Audrey would, would not be viable. Um, and that was on a Friday at an ultrasound. It was not big enough at the time. And for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit prompted us to, to go back and to um, want to do another ultrasound. We were living in Kenya at the time. And so we were able to kind of just come and go and just uh, tell doctors when we wanted to have things happen. It was much easier than in the U.S. We went back on Monday, and and the egg was viable, and then that that became Audrey, and um, and this was after a couple of years of of wrestling through um, infertility. I have a couple of uh, a couple of prayers that I wrote in my journal um, that I went back and looked in uh, yesterday um, with with uh, kind of specifically about about Audrey. Friday, June twenty first, twenty nineteen. Uh, Casey was seven weeks and two days pregnant. Hi, child. I said, now I'm a corny dad. I don't know why I thought I was corny by saying hi, child. But your mom and I heard your heartbeat for the first time on Wednesday. It was absolutely incredible. Your mom and I first wanted a child years ago, and the journey has been hard and long. Your mom has had to go to a lot of doctor's appointments and take a lot of medicine that made her not feel good. But I know that, was, that all of it was, was and is worth it to see you come in this world. The first thing your mom said when she heard your heartbeat was, oh my gosh. She and I are extremely excited to be your parents. We have no idea if you are a boy or a girl, but we will be grateful to God however you come. Currently, Casey is seven weeks pregnant with you, so you are the size of a blueberry, which is unbelievable. We pray each and every morning and evening for you to grow and stay healthy. To be honest, we do live in fear of something happening to you and us not being able to do anything about it. But this is why we are grateful that God is the one who is in control and sovereign over all of life. You are a gift from him no matter what comes. We hope to provide a safe and enjoyable home where you will learn about the majesty of our God and the beauty of the cross. We hope that we will laugh a lot, cry together, and enjoy moment after moment, loving each other and glorifying God with our lives. I thank God for you, and I cannot wait to meet you. 
And then just another, um, pr- these were kind of prayers and, and kind of journal entries that um, I've actually never, never read or shown to anyone. Um, so reading these publicly for the first time. One that, that happened uh, a week later, Friday, June 28, 2019. Casey was eight weeks and two days pregnant. Every day is passing so slowly right now. Both mom and I said that two days ago. It literally feels like we heard your heartbeat three or four weeks ago, and it has been nine days. I think we are just eager to see you healthy and growing, and we want to meet you, so it is hard to be patient and wait. We especially want you to be healthy and thriving and ready for a long life in front of you, so that has us anxious and not patient. You're already teaching me so much about who God is and how he cares for us. I've not spent as much intentional time praying and just talking with, to the Lord as I have ever since we found out you were alive about three weeks ago. You were teaching me about the love of God, the, the love that God has for each of us as our Heavenly Father. There's already nothing I would not do to care for you and protect you and show my love to you. How much more so our Heavenly Father who is currently forming you and continues to shape and change my heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. More than anything, I want to see you come into this world and love Jesus. I know that it will take a lot of work of the Holy Spirit in my own heart, but my prayer is that my hands would be open with you and that you would be the same in terms of going and doing whatever the Lord calls you to according to his purpose and will. I would love to watch you be a missionary to unreach people groups and give your life to that. I would love to see you be a teacher, doctor, lawyer, car mechanic, restaurant manager, mom, dad, whatever the Lord brings, all so that you can display the gospel to a lost and broken world around you. I pray that you would strategically choose your career and location in order to follow Jesus and help others follow him as well. I don't know exactly how much I will pray this with your mom. You can ask me when you get these so that you can know. I plan on giving these to Audrey, I don't know, probably when she's 15 or so. But I'll be asking the Lord to send you out for the sake of his glory and name, no matter what trials, persecution, or hardship come. Jesus is worth it. I think of this quote by C.T. Studd. If Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. Now, I share all of this um, because I know, and, and, it, and it breaks my heart and, and it's so hard, but I know many in our body are struggling with miscarriages, infertility, and more, and they are asking, why? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me right now? All the while, we have more and more babies that are, that are coming to, into the body, and, and we ask, why not me? Why not us? And I don't know what the Lord is doing in your life, but I do know that uh, all he does, all he provides, the good times and the hard times, the moments of the bliss and the hardest spiritual, emotional, physical trials are all for our good. So I'm thankful for Romans 8, 28. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So I maybe can't fix the issues. We can't fix a lot of a lot of the struggles that we have, uh, but we can know and trust that God is working things together for our good, for our maturity in Christ. I'm thankful for 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. We can cast all our anxieties onto God because he cares for you. So if you have faced miscarriages, if you are facing infertility right now, if you faced, you know, I don't know if the Lord's, what the Lord's going to bring in our life. He may bring cancer to one of our children, death, early death. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be, which is interesting to talk about on a, what am I thankful for podcast, but I'm thankful that, that God 
is the one in control, that God is the one who is sovereign. I'm most thankful that God himself took the pain of death, his very wrath, and bore that for you and me. We know of no pain like this. When we experience the greatest pains in our life, deaths, loss of a child, spouse, or parent, loss of a house or job, not being able to have a child, whatever it is, we can look to the cross and know that we have hope because Jesus was willing to do that for us. I just want to close reading two more pieces of scripture that I'm that I'm grateful for. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him, being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Jesus is God's very son, and he learned obedience through what he suffered, and that he, being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all those who would obey him. And I'm grateful for Hebrews chapter 10, verses 10 through 14. And by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. So all of us are being sanctified. All of us are being uh, perfected through the person and work of Christ, through the work of the Spirit in us. So even if we are experiencing just the greatest of pains in our present moment, we can be grateful that God is the one who is sovereign. So again, I, I hope this is an encouragement to you. I have no idea what the Lord is going to bring today in my life, and I am not guaranteed tomorrow. My children, my wife, our church body, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. But we have Christ, and we have God who is sovereignly ruling over all things so we can cast our anxieties upon him. So I'm grateful that, that God is doing that and grateful to be able to um, celebrate the lives of, of my two children who I um, really never expected to, to be here. Hello, I am Hannah Koschel. I am the Kids Ministry Director, and I am thankful for many things. Um, but recently, I have just been reminded of the Lord's compassion and um, how He formed us with limits and with boundaries. So um, I was reminded of this in reading Psalm 103. In verse 13 it says, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear Him. For He knows our frame, or He knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. And that has just been a comfort to me as I'm in a season of life where sometimes I feel like, I mean, overwhelmed is probably oversimplifying it, but pulled in a lot of different directions and oftentimes feeling like I'm failing at all the things and trying to juggle mom and work and being a spouse and all the things that we all have going on. Um, but just being remember, just being reminded that the Lord doesn't meet me with shame or um, a condemnation, but as a father, He shows compassion on me 
because he knows how I was made, because he's the one who made me. He knows that my life and my time is limited and um, that I can't or should be all things to all people and that there is a great comfort and freedom in that. So I am thankful that I am a human with limits um, and that is something to rejoice and rest in and not succumb to the feeling like I have to be a superhero. Um, on a lighter note, dealing with also one of the things that I hate doing is grocery shopping. And so I am super thankful that Aldi now offers pickup orders because it has made my life so much easier. So thank you Aldi for um, having people to do my grocery shopping for me. Happy Thanksgiving! Hey, I am Cassie Willard. I'm the Office and Finance Administrator here at TCGS and just going to talk about things that I'm grateful for today. So, first thing and foremost, I am grateful for some Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, man, they are so good and anybody who hates them, don't at me because they are wonderful and play all season long in the Willard household. Uh, but for real, I am grateful for my husband, Anthony. Um, he brings fun and laughter to our house. He's a dreamer and a doer, and we wouldn't have done half the stuff we have if it wouldn't have been for him. He is my biggest fan, and I could go on and on of just the blessing he is and the things that he brings to my life, but I am so grateful that I get to do this life with him. I'm also grateful for our kids, Adeline, Theodore, and Emma. Man, they are so sweet, and they're stubborn, and smart, and full of energy, and as hard as these days are, they are a treasure, and it is so fun to watch them grow and learn, and I am so grateful for all three of them. I'm grateful that I get to do that most days, get to stay home and watch them grow and be with them and just make sweet um, memories with them. Um, it's a pretty sweet gig that I get to do to work for TCGS part-time and be with our kids the rest of the time. It's allowed us to be together as a family more and I'm grateful for that. Let me tell you, I am also grateful for Bianca Pegram. She is the bee's knees. She keeps our three kids along with her three kids. So she has five kids, three and under. She rocks it out. And she also loves our kids like they are her own and helps them learn so much. Our kids love them some Mrs. B and Anthony and I do as well. Another thing I'm grateful for is my dad has been in town and has helped us tremendously with food, cleaning the bathrooms, taking a screaming babe, playing with our kids, and a whole lot more. And our kids love him. He's been a blessing to our family. We are gr so grateful for Poppy. I'm also grateful for the understanding and patience coming back to work. It's been a bit of an adjustment and so everyone who has been patient, understanding, and flexible with me, as I don't have the capacity I did a few months ago, I'm so thankful. So thank you guys. Um, 
man, the Lord is faithful and he is generous and he's kind and he has been with us in the darkest of days and the sweetest of moments. And man, am I thankful. Hey, my name is Nick Olson. I am the worship director here at the Church of Greer Station. And a few things that I'm thankful for uh, is the boneless wings and things meal from Zaxby's, specifically with the uh, sweet and spicy sauce and teriyaki on the tenders. And I'm also thankful for Nick Cage and the movie National Treasure. Um, I think that is about it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, some, some things that I really am thankful for, uh, first and foremost, is I'm thankful for the opportunity to get to do something um, that I really love to do, which is leading worship. Um, and I'm thankful to get to do that uh, with a church family uh, that I really have come to love over the past few years of being here um, and has become like a family to me. I'm also thankful for the opportunity to get a master's degree from North Greenville uh, for debt-free, which is really awesome. And um, I'm thankful for the people that I get to work with there, specifically Stuart Floyd, who uh, is my boss and a really close friend. And so I'm thankful for him and just the friendship that we've been able to foster over the past couple years of me being in North Greenville. And then finally, I'm really thankful for my parents and just I really wouldn't be uh, at the church at Greer Station or at North Greenville without my parents. They really desire me, uh, the desire to see me succeed in life um, and to be uh, in a better position than them. And they've constantly put me um, and prepared me to be in a position better than them um, through sacrificial love and giving. And so I've been able to see that firsthand. And so I'm really thankful for that. Um, and I love them uh, really, really dearly. And so I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for Greer Station and I'm thankful for North Greenville. Uh, and obviously Zaxby's a national treasure. So I guess that leaves me. Um, what am I thankful for? Uh, so first, first and foremost, I am incredibly thankful uh, for my family, uh, Kate and Owen. Um, these past couple months have, have been such a sweet time um, and really an answered prayer. Um, watching Owen kind of grow up, he's 15, 16 months, and he's, he's talking and exploring um, and discovering new things. Um, he's climbing on our couches. Um, he is um, discovering what uh, different toys do. He loves balls. It's, it's, it's just been an, an incredible time. Um, I, and I've also loved watching Kate be an incredible mother um, and wife and teacher um, all at the same time. It, it's just been this really sweet season. It's, it's really been an answer to my prayers ever since I was a kid, um, just to be a husband um, and a father, and, and really all I can say is that God is good. Um, I, I continue to thank Him just for this sweet season um, that, he, that He's put us in. Um, I'm also thankful for the work that I've been given, um, both at TCGS um, and at Parkside Pediatrics. Um, TCGS um, has, been, has been amazing. We've been here for about two years, um, and the staff um, being a part of it, and just the membership, um, and every, everyone here has been in, in, absolutely incredible. Um, and it's given me the opportunity to intentionally prepare for full-time ministry um, while doing um, some of the hobbies that I enjoy is media, producing a podcast, and messing around with a soundboard. Um, the pastors here um, just all continue to push me um, and disciple me, not only to, to eventually be a pastor um, myself, but uh, to just be a man of God um, and what that, what that really means, not only in um, a professional sense, but in a personal um, sense as well. Um, and while it's been a, a tough season at Parkside, um, just with the pandemic and um, all the sick kids, um, it's, I've been blessed with an amazing team um, and great leadership. Um, it's just really been a, an incredible place to work. Um, and also, I'm thankful for our small group. Um, again, we've been here two years, and when Katie and I moved up here, it was a really tough season in our life. Um, and 
um, they really helped us through that, um, and they've been a constant support um, and encouragement, um, both in, in the good and, and in the bad. Um, I'm thankful for the, the leadership of um, Bryce um, and Dylan and Merritt um, and all of the members of our small group and just, just the huge impact that they've had on, on mine and Kate's life. Um, there are people in our community, um, and I don't know if, if we would have made it in Greenville um, without them. And there's so many other things um, that seem kind of small that I'm thankful for, so I'm just going to kind of rapid fire them. I'm thankful for great friends, uh, football, colder weather, uh, video games, weight loss, good books, um, Spotify playlists uh, made by myself, uh, my brother, and Reagan Koshal, um, C.S. Lewis, uh, Bonfires, Pickles, Coke Zero, Yellow Starburst, and the TV show Bluey. Um, so thanks for listening to this podcast of all of the above, and we would love to hear just the wonderful, continue to hear the wonderful things um, that the Lord is doing in your own life, um, and the things that you're thankful for. So if you see us at church or are just around, we'd love for you to stop us um, so we can rejoice together um, and just hear the things that the Lord is doing. Um, but until then, uh, we look forward to talking at you soon. <laughs>